Hello everyone and welcome or welcome back to the creative podcast. It's Kayla and today I have, I don't know, just a lot on my mind about being a creative person, about posting things online, about using the internet as a kind of creative outlet, but as a black female. Um, I feel like this is a perspective that I don't hear a lot on the internet and that I wish I heard more about on the internet and um, just in the space of like the space that I hold on the internet if that makes sense like according to my niche and everything like that so I'll get more into it later on but let's get into the highs and lows of this week. Okay, so my high for this week is, I wasn't sure if I was going to say this, but I'm going to say it now. I bought a car. If you have been listening for the past couple of months, you know that I have been struggling with this whole car situation, but I finally was able to buy one um, by the grace of God and all the many blessings that I have been blessed with by god in the universe um i have a car now so beep beep toot toot um the low of this week has wow this has been a really good week for me honestly like i felt so good but i would say that the low might be just that my teachers are being really annoying and I feel like they're not doing what they need to do to make sure that we have a good start to this semester, but it's fine. Um, community college is just a mess. Uh, college in general is a scam. I made a whole episode on that if you wanted to hear more on my feelings about that. But yeah, that's been the low for this week, honestly. It's been a really good week. I have felt really just open to change. And I feel like things have been changing in a positive direction for me. And I'm ready for fall. I don't know about y'all. I'm probably going to be making an episode soon if I haven't made it already about my fall bucket list because I'm I'm so freaking excited. I'm sorry for all of the people who are like rolling their eyes like girl it's still summer what are you talking about? Um if I start school it's fall. And that's just how my brain works. Um and I'm wholeheartedly embracing it. So, yeah. Uh that's all that I have to say about myself. Let's get into the topic of this episode. Okay, so I was just sitting here um, thinking about all of the different creators that I follow and the kind of content that I like to see and, you know, just all of those things, right? And I realized that the majority of the content that I like to see isn't made by creators of color or black creators you know it's made by people who are predominantly white you know and that comes with a lot of I don't know it's just a lot of disconnect for me there if that makes any sense like I like a lot of um 
lifestyle, fashion, content. And I'm sure that there are people out there and that I just haven't come across them that are, you know, obviously black content creators who make similar content to what I like. But I really like watching like calm vlogs and day in the life videos and week in the life videos and stuff like that. But it's just so hard finding black creators who make the same kind of content um, that falls into that niche. And it's just, it's so annoying. It's so frustrating because I feel like it's so easy for me to find that kind of content by a white creator. And I'm not saying that it's undervaluing the white creators and what they make. I'm just saying that, like, sometimes I just want to see my own people, you know? Sometimes I just want to, like, I don't know, just feel that comfortability that you feel when you're around people of a similar background as you. Simple as that. Like, the hard truth is, most of the time, people feel more comfortable with people who look or sound or dress or act like them. And that's just a part of human nature, honestly. Um, and of course, I embrace, you know, diversity. But I would love to have better access to creators who look like me. And another thing is, it's like, it's there are so many disadvantages to not being a white content creator. <laughs> um which is completely unfair because it's like okay you know you'll our lifestyles just in general as people of color look completely different from a white content creator's lifestyle generally you know there's a certain aesthetic that um is more popular on the internet and there's just a certain look that people tend to go for when they watch people um, on the internet. And, you know, ultimately, the algorithm is a robot and whatever people watch more is what you're going to see more. And that's just it. So it's just, I don't know, it's really frustrating. It's really difficult to try to find people that look like me that create that kind of content but you know the fact that they look like me means that it's going to be harder for me to find them um and i don't know i feel like it's just so copy and paste you know day in the life week in the life lifestyle fashion um even like food organization types of creators all of those niches they're like it's just always so copy and paste everyone always just gravitates to a one specific kind of blueprint aesthetic for what that is supposed to look like and it leaves very little room for diversity in the people that make it or diversity in the way that it's delivered the creative side of it you know like a day in the life doesn't have to always look like the person wakes up makes their coffee 
works out um works comes home like a day in life doesn't look like that for everyone a day in life might start with prayer for some people it might start with taking care of children for some people you know and i don't know i just wish that i just wish that i don't know what i wish <laughs> i'm babbling at this point that that's what this podcast is for for me to just sprawl off randomness off the top of my head and i don't know maybe it'll make some kind of connection to someone out there but yeah i there's just that part of it and then the other part of it is i feel like when people do try to enter those niche niches and spaces and they're people of color there's this pressure for them to act a certain way culturally and there's this pressure for them to advocate in a certain way for their own people like i feel this pressure all the time as a black creator that i always have to address every injustice that happens to the black community or that I always have to address every injustice that happens to any person of color community in general. Or that I always have to, I don't know, like, talk a certain way or act a certain way to be better received by people who look like me. Does that make sense? Like, y'all know how I talk <laughs> you know that's that's how I talk like I this is I don't know like if you've listened to more than two podcast episodes you understand how I talk you understand how I form my sentences and what my dialect is like and I don't know I feel like for me to better be able to connect to people who look like me maybe I would have to use more I don't know like African-American vernacular English you know, to like sound more relatable, but that's not me. Um, but I still want to make those connections with my people at the same time. So it's just, it's, it's so freaking, it's so weird. Like I, I want to be authentic in myself, but I also want to make connections with people who are black, who create for the internet. But I also have a certain, I don't know, I have, I just have a certain, I, everyone has a certain way that they like things, you know? There's a certain way that I like content. There's a certain amount of content that I like to consume per day. There's a certain vibe that I like to get from content. So it's just... I don't know it's 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 a lot it's heavy you know and as someone who is black creating content I just feel like nothing is really just set up in my favor you know because I don't look like the people who make the kind of content that I make you know I don't live in New York City I'm not blonde or rich or um anything like that you know i'm i'm a black african-american young lady living in florida um and it's not the 
super exciting part of florida either it's just like a regular city you know um i go to community college i'm not like spending thousands and thousands of dollars on my education and i'm not moving into a dorm and i'm not doing all of these things that people in my niche generally make content about and i feel like i'm just making whatever i want at this point and i'm very happy with my content and i'm very happy with the way that i'm making what i make right now and the way that i'm posting whatever i end up posting on the internet it's just i feel like i don't know do y'all know like the target audience thing on tiktok where someone would make a video and be like i'm trying to reach my target audience i feel like every single one of my videos or photos or whatever is me trying to reach a target audience that i don't even know exists you know it's kind of just like me throwing it out to the world and hoping that someone gets it hoping that someone understands what i mean hoping that someone finds comfort in it or i don't know hoping that it like gives someone a new perspective on things you know and it's just it's so weird being a small creator because you don't get so much feedback um it's kind of just like i i feel like <laughs> this is turning into a different conversation but i don't care i feel like with a lot of the content that i make the people who do watch or even listen to this podcast or whatever is just it's just kind of like pity support and i'm not saying that like i don't appreciate any of the support i get because i 100 percent do but um I don't know i think that's just like imposter syndrome peeking through where i feel like no one would actually want to listen or engage or connect with anything that i make because i just feel like i feel like my target audience just doesn't exist <laughs> and i feel like whoever is supporting my stuff right now are either my friends or my family and they're kind of just doing it because you know they love me and they want to support me um which is really really sweet and kind and i love it and i do the same for some people um but i don't know i i just feel like i'm preaching to a choir that i can't even identify you know i'm kind of just like i i'm kind of just like making things for for no one but everyone else at the same time um but i really i really do feel strongly about like being able to connect with people of color and black creators and i know how hard it is for us because it's it's difficult for me and i i have a lot of privileges you know and i'm not gonna sit here and like list them off like here are all of the privileges that i have but i know that there are you know instances where it's harder for me and it is because of my background you know and um for for you know majority of us in the black community it's it's kind of frowned upon to be a content creator it's kind of frowned upon especially by elder people to share your life online um 
and you don't get a whole lot of support there a lot of the times and I also know that it's hard to keep consistency with posting online because it's hard for me to be consistent because life is crazy in general and you know for some people of color we are at a slight disadvantage compared to white people when it comes to economics or finances and things like that so it might take a lot more work from us to put out content um on a consistent basis and make sure that we're healthy and make sure that we have you know healthy mental health practices and take care of ourselves and take care of our family and take care of this and take, you know it's like it's it's harder for us 100%. So I I get why I don't see more people like me, but it it's still disappointing, you know? And it's still disappointing that even like gosh, how many systems could possibly fail us, you know? Like it's disappointing that even in online spaces the system still, you know, fails us as, as people. Um, it is very disappointing. But, you know, apparently that's just life. <laughs> um, and we have to deal with the privileges and things that other people may have that we don't get so easily. Um... So yeah, that I guess that's just my quick little spiel. I guess this is going to be like a mini episode because I don't have anything else to say about it. Um, I just, I hate the expectations that are put on us as black creators. And I hate that there isn't more sensitivity to the fact that I don't know that the internet just is another system that just is not built to see us thrive <laughs> uh unfortunately you know it's just kind of another one of those things that we have to work at triple times the amount of a white person to succeed um but yeah i'm proud to be black i'm proud to be a black creator i'm proud of myself for pushing through all of the things that I've had to push through to continue to make content consistently. It has been hard. I have been making YouTube videos consistently for about a month and a half now, almost two months. Um, and I'm really freaking proud of myself for that because it has been hard. And I've been, you know, actively posting on YouTube for about a year. Um, so yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Oh, there's another thing like with brand deals and stuff. I feel like we don't get as many opportunities thrown at us as white creators because it's like, I, I follow white creators with similar analytics as myself because a lot of companies really value like analytics and you know what your audience looks like and some people with similar analytics as myself will you know have so many other opportunities just thrown at them and i'm like 
bro, like if that were to ever happen to me, I'd, I'd probably lose it. And, you know, it's probably something to do with the fact that they are white and that their audience is majority white and all of those things. And my audience is not majority white. Um, I think my audience is majority people of color. That's just who I see, you know, come across my my timeline and stuff and my followers. But yeah, that's another thing. Like, I feel like brands and companies just really need to be more... I don't know, not pick like token black people to include in their campaigns, but just diversify a little bit like like who who sorry for the background noise, but who knows what could come of it if they actually included minorities in their in their campaigns, you know, because I feel like they're missing out on so many young people of color who follow content creators who are people of color and then you know they i don't know i feel like just brands are missing out and they're doing the thing again you know that the system has constantly done but anyways i'm not gonna keep rambling on and on i just had to add that one last thing in and it's really noisy now so i'm gonna go And I'll talk to y'all in my next episode. Bye.